Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! What up? Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? You heard that hello, ladies and gentlemen. That means we got all three back. JJ is back on the mainland. How was the time in Hawaii? Fantastic. A lot of sunshine. Started raining when we left, so fantastic. Knew it was time to leave. So tell me, were you thinking about the Patriots offensive coaching staff the entire time? Because I know it's preoccupied you for a few months at this point. (laughs) Definitely crossed my mind. I was looking, I would, you know, I'd check updates once a day, but that was about it. Yeah. So uh, the Patriots went ahead and did something I don't remember ever happening by them before. Excuse me. When they made a public announcement that they were going to be interviewing for offensive coordinator. And at the same time that they were working to extend Gerard Mayo. So it's like these, I don't know if they were trying to distract from it. Like, hey, we got a good guy on defense. We're going to try to keep him. Uh, Mm -hmm. By the way, we sucked on offense. Mm -hmm. Um, So far this week, they have Nick Haley, Ben the team's tight ends. They interviewed Keenan McCardell, who apparently was a Vikings assistant coach, Mm -hmm. previous player, player, who I believe played for Belichick. And then Adrian Clem was just interviewed. Adrian Adrian Clem, who was also played for the Patriots, who was drafted in 2000, first pick in 2000. Hopefully he's a better coach than he was a player. (laughs) He's he's been uh, an offensive assistant at or for a couple of years now, it sounds like. So they're already interviewing. So JJ, this must warm your heart. They're looking up. Well, basically the way I took it was, for all those people who are expecting a Matt Patricia firing announcement of some sort, this is this is basically Matt Patricia has been fired as the offensive coordinator and calling the plays, um, as far as I can tell. And that is great that they at least figured that out. There was rumors that you know Belichick, or wasn't even really rumors, it stated that Belichick and Kraft had been meeting for a whole week that they left, um, or after the season was over. Um, all last week, they figured this out. They're extending Mayo, which I think is really good and kind of shows some promise for coaching staff in the future, possibly after Belichick, because he was getting head coaching offers. Carolina reached out to him and he declined. Generally, don't unless you have insurance. And now I like it. I like that we're looking at offenses, offensive coaching, offense guys that know the offensive line. Um, Doug Marone's been kind of been thrown around. He's an offense as an offensive line coach. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Is getting Matt Patricia out of there getting this offense going again you know I've, i think i've said it before the this defense was great and if they were had any kind of offense they would have been really special something we talked about but going three and out all the time on offense crushes your defense after yeah. i think that the way they announced it is kind of unprecedented for a bill belichick team to say to use the the words offensive coordinator after bill's been shoving down our throats the last few years that titles are overrated um, they came out in the press release and used the term offensive coordinator, and they talked about extending a coach that is getting head coach looks, um, Gerard Mayo. He's becoming increasingly popular around the league. I think uh, when you look at the defense's performance this year, it's pretty obvious to see why. Uh, but, you know, it's it's kind of a, a break from the norm. It's kind of – and it, it doesn't feel like it's coming from Belichick. It feels like it's – and I guess Belichick agrees with this, and it wouldn't have come out if he wasn't on board, but it feels like it's a lot from Robert Kraft. Uh, Bill O'Brien seems to be the front runner at the moment, and I love that. There's a lot of good candidates available. They have to fulfill the Rooney rule and and at least interview a couple uh, minority candidates. Uh, Keenan McCardell and Adrian Clem look to be on that roster. They've also looked in-house with Nick Cayley, giving, giving him an interview, which I feel 
is probably a year overdue. Um, lots of guys around the league. Uh, lots of lots you know, of the candidates. Thing, the thing I'll say about Kaylee, though, it's like he's been the tight end coach. Or t- yeah, tight ends coaching, right? Mm-hmm. And like he had Might Gronk. Be the most underperforming group the last we've week. had right. for the we have the most expensive tight end group and like what out of those two guys definitely the least production for that kind of money i mean henry is you know i don't think you're coaching him really way over his ceiling anyways but he's just he had a down year he had a down that's year. a lot that's on you know patricia too but he had a <laughs> down year and john U. smith you know is maybe the most expensive mistake that the patriots ever signed right <laughs> i mean this guy's do you looked at his cap hit yet this year it's ugly. Yeah, it's not good. It's going to make He's it got really a hard to move on. From dead him. cap hit of nineteen million. Is that true? Yeah, nineteen million. Is that real? And his well, he's still got two years left on his deal. So that and he's still got a couple years. So you cannot his, get rid of him. Yeah, his cap hit sitting at seventy. They were to cut him, they would have to pay nineteen, which is just he's got multiple. incredible that he yeah. has that kind of salary. We gave that money to incredible. That, that's got to be question one, right? Okay, so you guys have two players, the highest paid or top five highest paid at the position, and yeah. either one of them is close to what they did prior to Yeah, yeah. So. exactly. So I don't know, you know, what he's going to bring to the table, I guess, or why he's, you know, maybe that was a craft thing. Like, give him a shot at it. I'd like someone from the outside coming in. I'd like, you know, Great. I'd love a Billy O'Brien. I think, I feel like everyone would like him. He's kind of the happy medium everyone's looking for. He knows the system. He's gone on, done his own things. He was at Alabama. He knows Mac Jones. There's a lot of... A lot of easy things to hook onto there and start get going. The offensive line can't be underlooked. Like they need to figure that out too, because that was yeah. complete disaster. To do there sounds like we're just going to probably go draft top fourteenth pick or something, which is pretty good. Sounds like we're going to go tackle. What what the board shows about that than me, but yeah. they need to you know allow someone to come in and do you know Clem sounds interesting. I don't know much about him. College coach seems like they he took their quarterback and made him play a lot better than he had the ability to play originally, right? As an Auburn fan, I can tell you pretty heart-wrenching to see Bo Nix play like a top 10 quarterback after he transferred to Oregon, after watching yeah. him for years, bumble at about yeah. at Auburn. <laughs> uh, so Adrian Clem's got to get a good deal of the credit for that. Also, the lack of, of talent in the Pac-10 has got to, or Pac-12, whatever it is right. these days, exactly. has got to get some of that credit. Uh, I'm intrigued by Adrian Clem. I'm intrigued by Keenan McCardell. I don't really I'm know. I'm intrigued him. by McCardell. Give him his, a shot. Receivers coach. I don't coach. know his coaching background that well. I've seen I've seen him on the sideline for years. I loved him as a receiver. Yeah, he was I did like him. Damn. Yeah, he was good. He's a solid Landis. player. With him and uh, Jimmy Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith was a tough cover. That Jacksonville team was loaded. I think he finished up his career in Cleveland. He was a really good uh, receiver. Crafty too. route runner. Um, yeah. Seemed to understand schemes and you know what he's done at Detroit this year with those receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown has has been awesome. Um, who's the other guy there? Hey. DJ Chark. I thought it was Vikings. Been in Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Has been in Minnesota at least for. The- oh, okay. I thought it, for some. Um, Look at their just, receiving room. Thielen was kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know if, how much he had to do with that. How long he's been. hard okay. to say. Hard to say. But I, I agree. Justin with you Jefferson looks pretty fucking somebody nasty. Somebody from outside the building, even if it's a Billy O'Brien who previously was, he's right. been gone for ten years. Penn State, Houston, Alabama. Right. He's been all over. All the place. over. The- he's in. Uh, I think he's in his views, so it's not like I feel like he's gone forever, but he's he's still fairly. Yeah, there's got to be some ties. Yeah, those things, the the Mac Jones connection, the the Massachusetts ties, the familiarity with Bill Belichick, they like each other. It's an um, easy, it's an easy one. It's, an easy, it's an easy thing plug to, in. To, right, I think that would work really well. Um, there's a couple yeah. other sleeper candidates I like. I like Zach Robinson, uh, quarterback coach for uh, the Rams. Um, comes with that McVay pedigree, that that Shanahan 
style system. I think that's an interesting one. Uh, I if remember you're gonna go when no we drafted, didn't we draft him? We did. I think the yeah, Patriots drafted. He was Des Bryant's quarterback at Oklahoma. We've State. drafted. We've drafted a lot of smart guys for quarterback that have that, that ended are up going into coaching. Um, Brian Hoyer What's could his... be next in line for something like that. Cliff Kingsbury is another one. Cliff Didn't Kingsbury, Kevin O'Connell. Dude, did you hear about him? You see what he did? Well, he, he just, went to like Asia bounced. or something. Right? Thailand. He's out. To Asia. He Single... threw his phone in the ocean. He's like, I'm, I'm done for the year. I'm down. What do you think he's going to go do in Thailand? That's where he went. I was just like, oh, God. He's going to go spend all kinds of money. Bangkok. All kinds of money. Uh, isn't, I feel like the dollar goes. Well, yeah, definitely. Meaning come, coming back with a couple things probably, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> Like some insight and self knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Awareness. Wisdom, things like that. Definitely a lot of self awareness. <laughs> Nothing that needs treatment. Are there any other uh, sleeper candidates that you guys would would say uh, should get a look? I know Adam Gase is kind of an option. I don't there. want I, Gase. Gase is probably uh, one of the only guys I don't want to do. Belichick likes him. He does, but he's look at all the quarterbacks he had in the past that were top picks and yeah. didn't do much with them. Just go to YouTube and put in a Adam Gase press conference compilation. Yeah, it's just uh, we we don't want to do the eyes, it's do we? I mean, bad. holy shit! Yeah, yeah. We, you I, know what? Matt Patricia's no lock to be in the in the building next year. His contract is up. They'd have to work out Detroit. a whole new contract for him. Yeah, that's um, big. So Detroit's been paying big. him, and Nesson's got a report today. It's it's not really based on anything like concrete, but it's saying that he's no lock to be back here. Yeah, I don't mind. You know, and is Cam um, McCord gonna get fired? For Christ's Why doesn't I don't think anyone can God. get fired from this coaching staff? Doesn't it feel like that? Like no one gets fired; they just get reassigned. Mutual walking away. It's, it's hideous. Like get well, rid of the think, guy. Do you Put think Joe Judge is back here though? Does everyone think? I mean, I kind of assumed he's back here. I assumed he was going to be back here. I feel and, like and as way, what? Well, do you remember a couple of years ago? It was almost that uh, Michael Lombardi has a podcast now and uh, worked with Bill in Cleveland initially. Went mm-hmm. back to the general manager, the Johnny Men. He gets fired in Cleveland as the like almost immediately gets brought in New England, like specialized yep. or something like that. some weird title where basically it sounded like it was just a sounding board. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think they're good at this. And he's like, actually, kind of good at it. But, so I feel like that's Matt. Right. But I mean, his whole goal, like, it seemed like, though, at the beginning of this year, an offensive coach, an offensive line. So if it worked out, it would be another step in the right direction of a head coach. Right. Well, that was like kind of what people were, we were being sold on and, and it completely blew up in their faces. So now nobody will want to touch it. He just destroyed Detroit, which almost made the playoffs, comes back to New England, runs one of the worst offenses in the league, clearly shows that he can't do that. So I think you're right. But if he goes into a position like that, I feel like that's like stonewalling his potential ever getting another coaching job for like a decade. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, I don't want him coaching offensive whole offense or no, any I know. position group. Maybe special teams. Our, well, our and even defensive coaching. It is. You got, and you just brought back Mayo. So it's like, he's not going to supplant Mayo in any single way. And even yeah. Steven Belichick had a fairly decent year, but it seems like Mayo is being promised duties. I, I feel like the hesitancy to, to um, not give um, Steven Belichick or, Gerard Mayo, the defensive coordinator title the last few years, takes M- Matt Patricia out of the running. Um, and, and especially with the right. premium that they've they've publicly placed on on Gerard Mayo now, I don't see where Matt Patricia fits in with that group. No, um, I agree. DeMarcus Covington is our defensive line coach. If you want to keep Steve Belichick as our linebackers coach, maybe as a secondary coach, um, you could bring him in. 
That's uh, Belichick's other son. You right. could oh, shift him around. I mean, they'd have to shift him around. I, Belichick doesn't seem to ever want to give the ax to these guys. Another sleeper candidate I want to touch on is um, Matt Gro, Al Gro's son. Um, we have connections with the Gro family. Our current GM, if you really want to call him that, is is um, I forget his first name, but he's a Gro. He's a Gro. Yeah. Where's um, Matt? And, where's Matt Gro? <laughs> Matt definitely... this year has been the wide receivers coach for the Giants who have gotten have, have just squeezed the shit out of that that fruit uh, to get all all the juice he could out of out of that group. Richie James and Hodgins and these guys that are kind of, you know, not premium who's, guys. Who's the Niners offensive coach? Kyle Shanahan. But he doesn't have like a, you know, like a Mike. He's got assistants, yeah. McDaniel's or something. Oh, oh yeah. I don't no, know. No, it's big names. McDaniel's is the biggest name. It's interesting with this Grove guy though. I mean, he's been Offensive coordinator for the Eagles for two years, wide receivers coach for the Colts, uh, passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach with the Rams, wide receivers coach with the Bears. He's been at Alabama. He's been around. This guy's been on the offensive side of the ball for a long time. He's kind of a sleeper candidate. Um, I don't know if they give him a look. Yeah, so some some changes. Some The Patriots always staying in the – really interested to see how these – that they to great. pony up some, some dough for Gerard May. Keep him in town. Probably give him some more promises. It'll change. I mean, I'd love for him to slide into head coach. I love whether the tweet. he could do it. Or, you know, yeah. I love the tweet too. Just letting you know, like we're not going to stand for this shit. You know, it was a disaster year. Um, some of the some of the numbers you look at, you're trying to find. You know, trying to find a morsel of something to hang on to that we can build around. I, I right. don't like how many special teamers we're, we're bringing in at the expense of a fullback. It's it's one position. Like you have well, seven, especially special... when your special teams lets up all kinds of touchdowns and can just to have that flexibility. Right. Yeah. But just to have that flexibility, you get rid of one of those special teamers and you have a fullback and you can do so many different things with the fullback and you don't even have to play him. And you know, Stevenson you can play him three, been four times a game. Awesome with a fullback. Stevenson would have been dominant with, with, with his patience. I don't see why you wouldn't want to have a fullback. Granny doesn't agree. No, I don't really. <laughs> I think Damian Harris functions a lot better. Well, anyways, I'd like to see less special teamers, and I'd love to see McCord get assigned to somewhere else. Put Matt Patricia on Cowboy. special teams. That's I'd Matt like Pat- to see, you know, special Cam teams McCord, gets the head coach. Cam McCord, equipment equipment manager, Gatorade boy, <laughs> I was water boy. Say, re- reassign him to the CF. I Fucking mean, since he's boy. been a part of the since he's been the special teams coach the last two years, I can't remember more special teams screw ups ever. Like between the penalties. You know the chain, the game-changing plays that they've given up or screwed up or whatever. I mean, they had Marcus Jones, but I don't really account any of his talent to Cam McCord. You know, him returning a kick, yeah, the blocking is great, but that kid has clearly got another. You know, and you know, also something the to fact win. that it took half the season practice for Marcus Jones. You're right. Give, that uh, too. Number exactly. twenty-five. There, can we give him a little love for first-team All-Pro kick returner? Thank Holy you for shit, getting huh? one of Heart us. Returner? Yeah. Get- Marcus Jones a was on that list. Yeah. Yep. Really? Did J- Judon didn't make All Pro? Did he? Not first. Really? Team. I don't know. Do second team? Yeah. Ed Rusher's do. tough, man. You got to be like who like was Micah it? Micah Parson, Nick Bosa. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. That's a Judon brutal was up there. If we were if we were a playoff team, if we had a couple more wins, I bet he would have. He had a if some, the season ended in November. Yeah. Snap wise, he faded a little bit, I think, but at, towards the end of the season, but his numbers were still good. His production was still good. Um, much better than last year. Where he, yeah. he really like the last like six games was where the fuck is Judon? You know. Well, how about us? So it's I mentioned it's we just wrapped up wild card weekend, looking ahead to divisional round, and we did twenty minutes on the Patriots. Pretty yep. good. 
pretty good. So it's exciting uh, time. Exciting time. Yeah, looking back at Wild Card Week, so we have six games on Wild Card. Uh, some of them we expected to be blowouts, and they you know, Seahawks get trounced by the Niners in the second half. The the Dolphins hung in there with the Bills. I expected that to be the same Ravens. But you got to start talking the Chargers blowing it in the second half to Jaguars. I can't. I, mean, I don't understand how that happened. I think twenty-seven to seven at halftime. Twenty-seven to zero, and then they just fall apart. Insane. Brandon Staley is coming back. They said didn't lose. Yeah, they his fire job over this. Yeah, didn't lose. They his fired job. all the offensive staff, too, like a bunch of offensive Ugh. staff too, over him. It's like once again, Staley somehow. Well, weeds his ownership went that. to him, and they go, "What the fuck happened? Fire the whole offense." <laughs> Crazy. That's what I think happened. The guys I brought in probably, or he—I mean, he brought in. You know what I mean? Joe Lombardi and, and company. Yeah, I think he it's like you guys them. are idiots. Yeah. It's good. Joe Lombardi was awful, so I'm very happy to to know that um, Justin Herbert will have some fresh fresh blood calling the play. It's scapegoating, though. It is because yes. that offense is fine. There's nothing really wrong with that offense. It's they scored thirty I mean, points. He's a defensive yeah. guy. He let up 31. But they scored 30 points with a plus five turnover. Difference. I know, which is yeah, even Lawrence sadder. Threw four picks, I think almost it's all sad. of them were in the first half, right? I mean, yeah. And then he sad. threw four touchdowns in the second. It's like, what happened? And why? I, I completely blame Staley. You could have bet on this from day one that he was going to do something like that. If you told me, oh, what are, you know, what are the odds of him blowing a 30-point lead in the playoffs? I'd be like, I'd take that bet. Well, 30 yeah, points. that's a good one. I mean... <laughs> I don't think I would take anything with 30 points. I mean, we've seen this a couple times this year, right? With these with these outrageous comebacks, the Vikings against the Colts. Yeah, we um, have. I'm pretty sure there was another one. I, I, I that's just not coming to my head. But tale of two halves. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's almost like the the refs. Patriots Vikings ha- almost happened. You know, refs seem refs seem to be a little bit complicit in this too. Like you know, there's something going on there. It doesn't doesn't there's smell a, too good a to me. Lot of ref talk, right? A lot of ref there's talk lot, the last yeah. couple of weeks. How bad they've been. And well, it's been like, you know, I feel like the season had started off where they weren't calling a lot. You know, they were calling very specific things and they weren't calling a lot. And always like when they do that, that's great. But it morphs into this thing where they see it seems one sided because they start calling things for one team or the other. Minnesota game. It seems like they're trying to get Minnesota back in it. Crapped all, which is, (laughs) you know, another another hilarious. Another thing that really drives me nuts about this is it was Staley's decision to play Mike Williams in week 18 and all the starters <laughs> in week 18. And now you're in the third quarter. You telling me they couldn't have used Mike Williams in the third and fourth quarter to get a couple first downs, ice this fucking game. Like they played Eckler the whole game in week 18. I think maybe he sat the fourth quarter. Maybe um, your guys are fatigued. Like get some practice squad guys in there, you know, do what you got to do. Rest. You know, they had clinched the playoffs. Like you're playing for seating against Jacksonville. Like, uh, I, I idiotic i don't know man yeah. they're basically the, i mean on paper they were if they're if not fourth. number one top three most talented team on paper like they have so much freaking talent i know they had injuries Maybe. on offense and stuff but come on yeah you know? they're not deep it's like that's the problem with with the chargers yeah. is they have really good positional players they have like the best of the best safety and khalil mack and and bosa you're talking about three premium premium players asante samuel jr is no joke as a corner um you even look at their receivers they have you know williams and allen after that it's like we, we hope palmer can do something and then the, their running backs um it's eckler and then it's a big drop off after eckler it's just not deep it's not a deep team you know yeah. so to play these yeah. guys 
in these positions in week 18 when you've already clinched. I can't believe Brandon Staley should be on the street right now. He should be on the street. Yeah, so I I was just thinking about it. And so after that game, at least into the next day, everybody online was buzzing. Like, how is Brandon Staley not going like on the bus ride home after this? And then everybody immediately then went, okay, so Sean Payton is looking for a job. This is a great job. It's oh my God. Said it, a talented team with a quarterback. And then do you think that the Chargers ownership, the Spanos, notoriously, I mean, they rent a state. So <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering, do you think they, they put two and two together and they were like, okay, Sean Payton's going to be maybe the most. So if we fire Brandon Staley, we got to continue contract, take on. Oh, definitely. Contract. That's was, definitely that, something. Not new. only that, but, but short sighted. Sean Payton's, Sean Payton's still under contract, doesn't he? Don't you have to give something up to get him? Yeah, besides the first round. He was looking old, dude. He was on one of the pregames, and I was like, whoa. He's looking a little... He's never been a, like, camera. If I'm... uh, E.T. a little bit. (laughs) Is he 60? Not 60. I think he's in his 50. If I'm a team like the Texans, and I have two first-round picks, and one of them's super high, that's that's something I wouldn't mind doing, trying to get Sean Payton in. If I'm a team like the Chargers that has one pick, and they they have this Brandon Staley, uh, I, I don't think I would do it, you know? That's okay. Other games: Dolphins and Bills. The Dolphins were st- starting Skylar Thompson, quarterback. Yep. third string. If that, they took him down to the wire. They took him yep. all the way to the. End. What is going on with the Bills? I mean, they can't They're... stop the run. They're letting people get wide open. Jalen Waddle dropped two passes that were forty yards. That probably could be minimum. The Bills should have lost this game potentially. Oh yeah, they've they should have lost the last couple of games. Even though game against the Patriots, I didn't get to talk about. Them. I feel like they could have could have and should have lost that a two kick return touchdown. Should have led to immediate firing of Cam. Not to get back to that. Um, yeah, man, it's like they're out of juice and, and their offense too. I noticed you know they're very big play, which is great. They need to kind of kill clock and go for a long drive. Like they don't have that in them. It seems like, outside yeah. of Josh Allen running it, which doesn't seem like the best option. Week in the 19. playoffs. It's, it is. It is the playoffs. Do or die no, you're time. right. It's do you or die need, for sure. To be healthy for next week. I can't Girl. remember the last time, and I think this is one of the downsides of having this, this playoff format. You only get one team that gets the bye week. You know, uh, the Bills were what fourteen and three or something like something mm-hmm. like that Thir- in regular 13 season. And, thirteen and three because they were right. Uh, that's a team that should probably have a bye week. One of those, either Cincinnati yeah. or them, should have had a bye week. I don't like how many teams make the playoffs now. Um, their offensive line looked fatigued. I can't remember the last time I saw Josh Allen actually get sacked. I've seen him under pressure a lot, but he usually is able to escape and do some things. Seven sacks for Josh Allen. Yeah, they were getting that's, after him. That's crazy, man. The, you got to give, you got to tip your hat to uh, the Dolphins, man. They played their asses off, and mm-hmm. the whole game, I'm like. Buffalo's letting them hang in. Buffalo, I think for a while there, uh, Miami had the lead in like the third quarter. They did. I couldn't believe it. They had a, they, it was a, what a strip. Was, they stripped Josh Allen. He dropped the ball. They or a strip or a pick. I think it was a strip and they picked it up and ran for a touchdown and got the lead. You got to be shitting me. And it was at like yeah. the 20. Yeah. Allen had a couple the of were driving. Too. They were driving at the end of the game. They were in, end up taking that delay game on. Not yeah. Convert, yeah. But they were, they were driving that. and could have at least. I, I I don't even know. Is there a target record? There's got to be a target record in the NFL. Tyreek Hill gets targeted 10, 15 times a game, no matter who the quarterback is. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can guarantee it's got to be. Oh, with that he, year with the with the Broncos. With the Broncos, he had like 21 catches in one game. You were watching that game. It was every handoff. He didn't look at yeah. anyone else. It was every. Yeah, he was a good player. But... Okay, another game, very similar. Ravens and Bengals. Ravens playing with their backup, Tyler Hunt, was a game-time decision. Being able to... Uh, 
Ravens have a slight thing into halftime and then are right there in the in the third quarter. They're going to extend, or at least I think they're going to take a, with a, a third <laughs> one from the two-yard line. Fourth yeah. Oh, so like yeah. That. Yes. Uh, Tyler yes. Huntley fumbles, goes back 98 yards for a touchdown. and that's He it. doesn't just fumble. I mean, it's a it's a QB sneak over the top, and someone slaps the ball out, and Sam Hubbard yeah, runs that it what back. happened? Sam, yeah. Oh, yeah. He tried to go over the top. Someone slapped the ball out. Sam Hubbard picks it up and runs 98 yards back the other way. It was 17-17, dude. It was 17-17. Game How much finished. time was left? 11 was minutes. Yeah. There was oh, plenty so of time left. But that's plenty what, of time left. Neither offense had anything going into that drive. It that's was just won the game. Right. It's a 14-point no, swing. I read that. about it. Note to every quarterback, don't go over the top unless you're on the one yard. That's if it. If you're going to go over the top, you squeeze the fucking shit out of that ball. Like It'll never think come about, out. Think about how long two yards is. That's six feet. You need to be horizontal to be able to yeah, do that. That's like, not, not not a smart call. It's not. That so, was a fine call. You're going over the top. It's a QB sneak. From the two, you hold on to the from ball. From the two, though. It sounds like it's yard. from the two. You had some space. Yeah, but he almost one. had it. He was really close. Like he almost was really doesn't close. count. <laughs> close doesn't count when you fumble. Yeah, but it's it's third. What is it? Third and one? Third and two? Went underneath. The you have another chance special. at it. I didn't hate True, the play call. I, the... I hated the execution. Man. So Say whatever you want, it was they fucked up. All right. All right. Okay. Going into the AFC playoff game, playoff slate. Probably thought Kansas City, Buffalo, and far and away, all three have advanced. Chiefs got the bye week. We already talked about. Bengal and the Bills, both extremely underwhelming in the wild. And now yeah. they get to face each other. Again, I mean, rematch. The storylines on this are incredible. Yep. But if you're if you're buying one team, who, who are you taking? It's, it's a tough one. Way. It's I, I think, I mean, I feel like Cincinnati is playing better, even though they didn't play great in that, that playoff game. They've really been, you know, they've been chugging along pretty well. The canceled game, it's Buffalo. They didn't really play. That gives them some resting time where Buffalo was kind of in an emotional wreck type of place. Um, and Buffalo just looks like they're trying to, they're, they're looking for ways to throw it, throw it some, you know, it's like they, they're making stupid mistakes. Um, that Cincinnati mistake, it's in Buffalo. Buffalo always finds a way to screw it up though. But then Cincinnati, you know, they're the Super Bowl losers. They got a lot of fatigue as well. I don't, it's a real, it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited. It's had a lot of storylines, tons of from Buffalo. I would take. I, I'm going with Cincinnati. If I don't know what the spread is, it's five point five. Buffalo favored. Five I'd take the spread anyway. I'd probably take. Yeah. I think it'll be close. My my brain tells me the Bengals exact reading. Clutch, trust yeah. Josh. And they're healthy. They're all. They're, you know the their offense versus Buffalo's defense. Right. Right. They can run. Uh, Cincinnati can run the ball well. They're Jamar Chase is back and chugging along. And Buffalo's think, been giving up some plays. I think Cincinnati's left tackle. Oh, that's got to be a tough one. Uh, He's playing with it. Well, no, he didn't finish the game, but yeah, I, I don't know if he'll bounce back that. from So they might be Dislocated down. Dislocated kneecap? Yeah, my tackle. So they're not – no no one's fully healthy sure, at this absolutely. point. Sure, I think they might have lost a cornerback. Muddy's the picture. That my heart says, this game in Buffalo, if they had one events, we've seen. Apparently, DeMar Hamlin has been at the facility almost every amount of emotion in that building, the amount of decades and decades of tears that have pulled up and rained yeah. down on that city. Because uh, this heart, was their year, my heart well, says the mm. Bills. Uh, Buffalo's going to lose. This game. Buffalo's going to lose, and they deserve to lose. <laughs> and dude, Cincinnati. If I was Cincinnati, I'd be so fucking pissed at this game's in Buffalo. You know, this is where yes. it should have been at a neutral site. This one should have been at a, at a neutral You're site right. because they Cincinnati got fucked in this. And this whole situation with Demar Hamlin, this to me is why 
if I'm Zach Taylor next time around, or if, you know, if I'm an opposing head coach next time around, I feel really bad about the player that got, you know, that's having cardiac arrest. But if we win this game, we're not in Buffalo. So why do I have to be a nice guy when I'm just going to get fucked like this? This is the situation where it should have been. Let's move it to neutral. a neutral field. Yeah, um, you're right. I agree. I and the bills to me look like they're emotionally and, and, and mentally fatigued. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, yeah, they had they had a tough game against Baltimore, but that's a team that knows them as good as any team in the NFL. Um, I'm looking at the way Buffalo's been playing the last two weeks. The Patriots almost beat them. Uh, the Dolphins almost beat them. And yeah, those are divisional games too. But like, I just feel like I have a big chip on my shoulder if I'm playing for the Bengals right now. And that's where I'm coming from with this. And I don't care if it's in Buffalo. I know it's a tough place to play, but... I don't know. Cincinnati's cold enough. Yeah, it's not a big home field. It's not you know, even Miami it's did good weather. Before. The weather's not the issue. The, the crowd. It, wow, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty epic. That game is it's gonna, gonna be game. Sunday early afternoon. I think it's still three, like o'clock. three o'clock Eastern. So they they it's are three flexing o'clock. them a bit. CBS Saturday. We no. are no. We got two more Saturday games. The next of which, which I want to talk about, and then we'll circle back to but Jaguar. I love Saturday it. afternoon. Kansas City love- coming off the bye. Jacksonville is. Coming off that that victory on Saturday night, so they have a full week's rest to this game. Gotta be coming in with that kind of effort attitude. Yeah, nothing you know, to lose. Nobody nobody expects us to be within two scores, even though the spreads. A little. So they they just gotta come in guns blazing. I would expect a yeah. lot of interceptions. <laughs> I might expect yep. some fireworks on the outside. Trick uh, plays, throw the kitchen sink at them. Doug Peterson draws up some really fun plays. That that uh, sick. They have nice I haven't weapons. I've seen a T formation since Pop Warnable. <laughs> they lost uh, to the Chiefs. They've played them too. There's, it's not like yeah, they don't 27, know. Yeah, 27 17. I'm looking yep. at the game right now. Week 10. And then after that, I think that I think the, the Jaguars were like 3 and 7 at that point. And they've really turned it around since. Uh, they were, yep, they were 3 and 7. Kansas City was 7 and 2. Um, interesting little caveat here. Kansas City only scored 7 of their 27 in the second half. So they were shut out of the fourth quarter. And Jacksonville kind of started putting things together in the second half they were 10 but you know maybe that was like you said they kind of changed how they've been doing things they're definitely playing with a lot more on the line it seems like they've turned their season around since they made it they were not a playoff team at the time they were playing hard at the time but they weren't a playoff team the playoffs they beat the freaking you know they just won that game (laughs) yeah i mean they're jaguars are hot so jaguars are hot hot. man and that's who you want to play against kansas city is the hot team Six straight so, wins for the Jags. They've won seven of their last eight, um, eight of their last ten. I can't Gone. see them winning the Super Bowl, but I can see them take down Kansas City. I Damn. can see it. Look I can see you. it. I'm going with it. I, th- I mean, that's just the game team that they probably didn't want. I don't know. I mean, they didn't want to play Buffalo, obviously, but Jaguars it, are such a wild card, dude, you know? I think it's a fun game, and I think the Jaguars will put up a fight. Kansas City and, and none of those guys on that team – for Jacksonville have playoff experience. Arrowhead is just a different Tough place. place to play. It's just a yeah. different place to play, man. That that crowd, no one gets up for games like like Kansas City, man. They love their football. That's uh when you played Mahomes in the playoffs, that's 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 a tough matchup. I, I got to go Kansas City, but I think it's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be tighter than maybe uh Jacksonville's getting credit for. I don't know what's the line on that, do you know? It's 8 8 and a half. Geez. 8 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Kind of a weird line, but I'm intrigued. I I don't think the Jaguars basically because I don't think the Jaguars can score enough bounce, you know, meet serve them. I don't think they have the talent. It's an issue, but I'm 
I'm looking. I think it'll be fun. I love those those fucking. It's just like yeah. yeah, I'm swinging. I'm swinging to the fences. Yeah, they they have nothing to lose. Yeah, that's what I like about it. You know, like it's a team that could go for two. Maybe try some onside kicks. Maybe maybe try some uh, trick plays. Mm-hmm. Well, I just you see know, the other thing. I was going to say about Jacksonville is that just they, you know, you said they don't have any experience. You know, their players don't have a lot of playoff experience. Peterson's won a Super Bowl. Right. And he knows what needs to be done there. Um, there are, their defense is sneaky good. You know, they, they've put up pretty good defensive performances for the, you know, during their little win streak here. And if they just figure the frick out to cover Travis Kelsey and make sure that he has doubled the entire game, I don't know if that's a possibility with a tight end, but just take him out of the game. If they can do that, I think they have a chance. They have is. they have a lot of good players at the second level that could keep up and do some things. Um, Luakon, I think he led the league in tackles this year as a linebacker He's done it for multiple. Yeah, you know, Andre Cisco. They got some players in that on that um, you know the second uh, second level, third level that can help out for sure. They have a lot of good talent on that team, and yeah, their coach has experience, but it's different when you're in there playing and like. You're listening to that crowd. The coach can only tell you so much. And no, of course, of course. I yeah. think Peterson counts for something, but at the same time, Not like, much, but a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence has some, some plenty of experience on. That's true. Uh, big, big time, yeah. like championship games. Yeah, I would just love to see someone take down. You know, Kansas City's the one I want taking down this. Buffalo I want the Bills nice, taken but... down. <laughs> I fucking hate the Bills. I mean, all right. Anyway. You're heartless, sir. Heartless. Okay, Why do I have fine. to root for them? Because their guy. Like yeah, I feel bad for the kid. Well, Why I don't do I have to, to root for that. the Bills? Yeah, I see Patriots just, fans coming out like woohoo, woo, let's woo, go Bills. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Fuck I found that. a sensitive. I'll focus, I'll root against the Bills no matter pretty much. And I picked the Bengals. Yeah. I'm gonna root I, against I literally, the Bills. I, I but literally if it was Bills saw... Chiefs, what if it's Bills Chiefs? Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I'd probably. I don't want anyone in this division. I'd rather the Bills. I'd rather the Bills. I don't want. Mahomes to have too many back to back. It's not back to back. Why? Too many. You think that's gonna threaten Brady? That's what I don't he's know. worried I don't, about. I don't That's want what you're worried about? That. That's exactly what he's worried about. <laughs> I don't Dude, want that's... anyone having any kind of case. Okay. Let me tell Should you something. Should we talk about Brady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or all do right, you want to right, talk right. about Minnesota? We kind of we didn't really talk about Minnesota. Well, well so, I mean, that one's boring. Let, let's do it in two seconds. Minnesota, we're okay. frauds. Frauds. We, we knew it. We knew it. Daniel Jones. Well, there's, there's a little Patriots threat here because that team on the Giants is essentially the same team. And we've said this. I mean, how bad does this make Joe Judge look? Horrific. Horrific. They're essentially the same team, but they're not. Saquon Barkley has been way healthier this sure. year than he was the previous I mean, season. There's definitely some differences, of course. But, you know, from a, it's not like they brought in anyone huge. They didn't, like, make any massive changes there compared to when Judge Judge leaving in their new coach is like, the biggest change they had. Yeah. I agree. Well, Talent-wise. at left tackle is playing. He looked like a bust when, when he first came out uh, from Georgia. And now he's playing. I think he's, he's a pro bowl. He might even have been on the all-pro team. Oh, he also has Evan Neal. And they drafted Evan Neal, who at right tackle. Well, well, so they really five, showed so. up. Their and tackles Sa- are... Saquon, do you see the first quarter of that game? Saquon Barkley is the most explosive athlete on the planet. He's one he of the best like athletes in the world, year. man. It's just like, he's a freak. He's a freak, man. And games on the line, I love that guy. He's going to be a free agent. I don't know what they're going to do. They don't have a lot of like dyna- dynamic players. I think Richie James is pretty dynamic. But Daniel Danny Jones, Dimes. man. Danny, Danny Dimes, Dimes, man. He is... I mean, he is fun to watch, dude. When he gets moving outside the pocket, <laughs> he's fast as hell, dude. He was their like, leading rusher in this game. 17 carries for 70. I love it. That guy's playing. Remember, <laughs> okay. they, they, that- all Giants fans would talk about for years, last few years, is how much he sucked. 
Like that guy doesn't yep. suck. I'm sorry. And now they're committed to him. It was their coaches. It was Joe he, Judge who sucked. He plays good in big games too. He's yeah. he's a legitimate Jason NFL Garrett. quarterback. Jason Garrett was their offensive coordinator. How could you hire Jason what you saw transpire in Dallas? And Joe Judge did that. Joe Judge did that and then created and then we hired him to run our quarterback. And miraculously our quarterback's bad now and everyone's like, Oh, our quarterback's bad. Maybe it's not the quarterback. Maybe it's Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, finally. I think it's an indictment on on Judge more than it is. You think Judge is out at quarterback coach? We really you you think if a new guy comes in, he brings a quarterback. I would like a new offensive line coach. I think that's critical. Our offensive line went in the tank this year. That coaching goal to have a high caliber. Dayball is a really good coach. I mean, when your leading receiver on the year has 46 catches for 724 yards and two touchdowns, that's your leading (laughs) receiver. Um, You've done something right. You've done something right, you know, and and you're at the playoffs. You're in the the divisional round of the playoffs with a chance, uh, and you're playing a divisional opponent here, the Eagles, who have not been quite as good as they were early in the season. Definitely, I think, the most complete team. Offense and defense wise, um, you know that's going to be a fun one, game. man. I got to say, the New York, good game. New York versus Philadelphia. Well, these two teams played each other in Week 18. Philadelphia win. The Giants had Depoo to play for. They Saquon. They they didn't play like anybody. They took they did the opposite of what Brandon Staley did. And took your blue chippers and sat Brian on the right. And the Giants took them all the way into the nobody's. And this was the yep. Eagle in the game. And yep. afterwards, they come out and they go, Jalen Jalen Hurts is hurts. It was. It was a terrible hit. It's like Hertz is stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> break. Oh, I hate that stuff. Yeah, but also, I mean, they did take him to the wire that game. But in Dece- on December 11th, um, first matchup, Eagles kicked the shit out of him, 48-22. So, so who's going to show up? You're right. That that was before Jalen. Well, kicked the crap. you know, generally when there was always you know two teams, I wonder how the train continues with one team buys. Like, does someone screw it up? You know, is Philly feels like the team that would screw up? They're by like they get the buy, they're all relaxed, they think they're great, and then they come out and they get their ass kicked. Like, I feel like Baltimore, the 14 and 2 Baltimore Ravens two years ago, they came out, they thought they were having a blast, they thought they were great, and then they got absolutely mauled in the playoffs. It seems yeah. like the Eagles are very talented, so I'd be surprised if it happened, but they do seem like they have a, a little bit of that potential the way they've been finishing. Eagles are favored by seven and at home. This is a Saturday night game. Don't know if there's any weather. I mean, I don't want the Giants. The friends that are Giants fans, and I don't want to hear it, so I'd rather them lose. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough, though. I mean, the, I think the Eagles The Eagles have the number one pass in the NFL. Maybe you can run, them, run on them. I think they're 12th. They're 12th in the NFL in rush defense. This is going to be Saquon's game, I think. If if the Giants are Giants are going to win this game, it's got to be on six. I mean, so I'm that's curious to see Wink Martindale, defensive Giants. Wink, good old Wink. I don't think this is. I don't think he's always been super lit happy. Was apt. I I'm really interested to see how how quick can he diagnose, how fast to the right. If you're going to blitz and you're going to leave AJ Brown runs a slant route, that might go right. Almost all the Giants defensive. I think that's big. I saw Kayvon Thibodeau get hurt a little bit late in that game last week and. That's a, apparently he's practicing. He's fine. Uh, that would that would have been a big loss. I think they might have dodged a bullet there. He's been pretty good, um, not just against the pass. He's I think he's only got a few sacks in the season, but he's been pretty good against the run. He gets a lot of pressure. I like that. So that's the Saturday night game. Now backing up the last wild card game. Tom Brady makes the playoffs again. Gets mm. absolutely blown off. Those never close. Brett Maher, the the Cowboys kicker, did his best. I don't know what kind of bet he had. On oh the line. my He's like, god! Dude. Whatever I can do, fellas. I'm that was bad. 
but the Buccaneers, God, I mean, their entire offense consists of, okay, run a slant, now run a five yard, now run a seven yard, now a curl for the running back. I mean, it's everything in between less than 10 yards. Yeah, it seemed like Brady was just, well, first of all, this is the first game I could actually sit down and watch. I was very excited. And it was probably the worst game of the weekend, easily, Uh, you know. Seahawks game was kind of a blow up, but even that was more entertaining from what I've heard. Um, it was tied at half. It was tied at half, exactly. Uh, seems like Brady doesn't want to get pressure. He's getting pressure. It's the NFL, like a Parsons defense. And he, you know, Brady always was known for standing in there, taking the hits, moving around in the pocket, you know, extending the time he needed, fast release on the money. If his age is catching up to him, wife is catching up. They scored two touchdowns late when it was pretty much a blowout. He thought there was a chance at a comeback, and it quickly dwindled. It was unfortunate to see. He just doesn't look comfortable or like he wanted to be. I feel like there were there had to be things there. Get hit a lot. It, you know, a little bit of the vibes from 2019. We were playing Tennessee in the playoffs. Just couldn't do anything. Focus, you know, like he wanted to be there, I guess. But even this, this was way worse than that game. Like, yeah, he was unsettled the entire time. Never comfortable. Never felt like they had Tristan mm-hmm. Wirfs back in this game. They had Donovan Smith left tackle. Even what's his face? The redhead Ryan Jen. There's the hothead center. No offense. Was there Shaq Mason? So they he had most of his offense and just yeah. the Cowboys are hard. They're hard to block up. Yeah, he uncomfortable the entire time. It's just kind of miss watch him try to make under that type of he goes to the press conference after the games of a quarter. I mean, yeah, it definitely I don't know what's gonna happen. I feel like, you know, this whole thing with Brady's been calling the offense, right? It's almost like he calls the offense. We hear that. I don't know how much of that actually happens. He's the one calling the offense the whole time, or if someone you know, left, which is feeding him plays, and then he's making plays and that. I don't know how it's going. It almost seemed like he's been calling the offense, dealing with that. It was like he was like he didn't even know what to do. They weren't drumming anything up that was anything exciting or getting anything going. He just kind of got the motion, and it seemed like the play calling also was, which makes me wonder if how much, you know, if Brady has that much control on the offense that he's so the one that's supposed to be calling these things like, ah, fuck it, running out or run, you know, running in cut. All right. I'm going to just throw to the running back. on this. You know what I mean? It like was very uninventive, no passion. There's no, a lot of, you know, and it'll like, I feel like we don't see any trick plays. Like trick plays is always something that you can kind of, when things aren't going, you can kind of get something, make a chunk of the yards. You know, there's nothing. They didn't try. It was too bad. Yeah. I was excited for it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at Tom Brady right now. He looks emotional and mentally fatigued. He's had a rough season, um, not up to his standard. It's tough. going to be the worst season of his career, easily. I think so. Seven and eight, or yeah. seven, nine, yeah, and, you know, eight and eight and nine. I was hoping he'd get up for this game. He did not. Um, watching the game, and Baron Leftwich got fired. I think after the game, their offensive coordinator. Um, it's a mess. It's <laughs> a mess over there. I think that. Tom Brady can't wait to get the hell out of there. He might retire. I hear a lot of people talking about Brady next year. He should. I don't know what what he's doing. Out there. I don't know how don't, much. And everyone's like, "Oh, we tank. don't want him to end like this." It's like the guy's got seven Super Bowls. Like he can't end on a Super. Bowl. I'm yes. watching him. The throws aren't there, man. I I don't know what's going on. Um, and he's old. He's old, dude. I and mean, he really is. So unless he goes to a, a, a juggernaut team like San Francisco or something, I don't see why he would want to come back and try to rebuild with like a, a like a Las Vegas or Oakland. someone like that. Oakland. You know? It's, oh yeah, Las Vegas. If I were him, I'd go to a stack situation, or I wouldn't go anywhere at all. Um, so that's San Fran or or Saints. Yeah. Saints are pretty stacked, man. And uh, it's not the like San oh, Francisco. Yeah, I wouldn't think you'd want to go to New Orleans. San Francisco's but, roster is is head and shoulders above the, above this. Uh, I just don't know what 
situation. But even San Fran, dude, do they does Shanahan want to deal with Brady? Does Shanahan want to come in and let Brady take over his entire offense? Because that's I what mean, you're. You know, you think Brady can't happen. run that system? Brady can run that system in his sleep. It's 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 I not a mental so. I don't thing. Know if he'll get. I think it's the control is what I'm getting at. Brady wants a certain amount of control when he walks in the building, and I mean, Shanahan wants that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when you're dealing with someone like Brady, I think you kind of put your ego to the side. You're talking about a guy that's that's single-handedly. Well, he's got more wins in the playoffs than every every franchise in the NFL. (laughs) Outside of one or two. Except for the Patriots. Like, that's insane. as many. And he he did up until the Cowboys. So the Cowboys and Patriots both 36. All right. Still. Brady has 35. Brady has 35 playoff wins, dude. That's And one thing that they don't take into account are the bye week. How many bye weeks did he over the course? That's that's true. Those count as playoff wins. (laughs) Those are playoff games that he won in advance. That that don't exist anymore. Right, that don't exist anymore. If you're the the number two seed and you get the bye now, then that's where that would come into play. If you're the number one seed, then you'd still get the bye. One thing... One thing's for certain. He's leaving Tampa in a yeah. smoldering, burning rubble. Oh, they yeah. are going to be terrible. They got the one place two years ago. You should take that deal. If you're at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, but he's, he's going to leave them in a train wreck. Like, they are going to be bad. Yeah, it's I've like heard these LeBron two rumors. To... I've heard two rumors, and they're probably bullshit. Then one of them is the Jets. I just, I can't see it. I can't see that. I would fucking vomit every time I saw him in a Jets jersey. The other one's the Dolphins, which I could kind of see because his family's in Miami. Um, but now, are they going to want him? I mean, unless Tua has some serious issues. He which, does have serious you know, issues. They're saying he doesn't. He he has serious concussion he issues. He does, right. But is he going to keep playing? Probably. And I don't think Miami's going to move on from him. I'd be surprised. Tom Brady's there. They they're, they're not playing Tua. I'm sorry. So You think they're going to do that, though? I feel like that's a pretty... I don't think it's I don't think it's beyond move. Miami to do something like that. I think that's a very Miami thing to do. He's with somebody there. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's a it's a short list of possibly Vegas. I just don't think they're good enough. I don't think you want to go in the AFC. Is basically what that's the line I would draw if I was Tom Brady. God damn gauntlet to yeah. go through the AFC. Where's mm-hmm. the NFC? We're talking about Danny Dimes being one of the premier <laughs> quarterbacks in the NFC. Don't take hey yeah, yeah. It's don't take anything run. away from the kid. He's he's kind of earned it, you know what I mean. He's been through the fucking gauntlet of just people shitting on him. I mean, Brock but I hear Purdy. what you're saying, Brock Purdy. Brock yeah. Purdy. I'm sorry, you're sitting, buddy. Game. If if Tommy's oh, there, yeah. you're you're sitting. You know, that's an easy Relax play with too. Brock, Brock Purdy. Yeah. I don't know if you. Could. That's a whole. That's an off season. Brady's going to let it play out for a couple weeks until some shenanigans forced into an announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy G's gone from that team, though, right? You think? Guaranteed. Probably. Guaranteed. Jimmy G's not better than the Brock Purdy. Although I will say. I was not that impressed. Seattle's defense garbage. Yeah, he didn't it's look that great. Warm. I mean, he still he threw three touchdowns. Not, yeah, or two I mean, touchdowns. The, stat, the stats don't. You, you had to see it on where it just wasn't accurate. It was missing by mm-hmm. a yard. You're talking first about Brady right game, now? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. First playoff game, but it's going to be something next week. I cannot wait. I just love these. Reminds yes. me of the mid-90s. I'm Cowboys, so glad you said that. Pat Niners. Doesn't it bring you back to like the Merton Hanks, Deion <laughs> Sanders, um... Oh my God! So many good players. Charles Haley. I can't believe oh. you, you led with Merton Hanks. I know, me neither. I fucking well, love all the Merton people Hanks, in in that team. You led with you know what Merton, Merton Hanks, Hanks had the longest neck I've ever seen, and he used to and celebrate. He used it. He used and he he do this, yeah, he do that, dude. He had the he had like this neck that was like this long, 
right? Yeah, he looked like a swan trying to baby bird. <laughs> that, he was like, the neck was like that long. Dude, he had <laughs> the best celebrations. Merton I, I love those I was teams. like, yeah. wait, God. what? Ricky Waters, Ricky Waters. JJ Stokes, Terrell Owens, on. Jerry Rice. Larry oh my God. I mean, those were the NFC games that I loved to watch was the Cowboys and Niners growing up in the NFC Championship games. Those were the fun games. And I would always root for the Niners in those games because I just, you know, you remember how many Cowboys fans there used to be back then that were like local oh, yeah. to Massachusetts? And you'd Still be like, are, yeah. Still you guys are, are they're Cowboys fans nationally. Kind scumbags. <laughs> like you're from Massachusetts and you're rooting for the Dallas for the Cowboys. Cowboys. Right. Yeah. I hate it. And I would always root for the Niners. And um, Same. they get the best of them Same. a few times. Steve Young. Steve Young was great, too. A lefty Steve quarterback. Yeah. Emmett Smith. That off, yeah, Larry no, that, Allen. You get some Larry, Larry Allen, Allen stories. I, I said Larry Allen. Larry Allen. Allen. You should lead with some of the some of the uh, Dana Stubblefield. Some of those players. Bryant Young. Back Bryant Young. Bryant Young. Man, they had some Even good players on both those teams. Darryl Remember Johnson. that Cowboys? Daryl Johnson was a beast. Yeah. The Cowboys offensive line, man, with some of those fucking guys. Who was the other one? The Nate, Nate, Nate Newton. Newton. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget Nate Newton running the ball back on a pick from the Bills in the Super Bowl. And Steve Tasker, uh, it was a Don Beebe, Don Beebe. Yeah, Don smacking Beebe. the ball out. One of the one of the best plays that I've ever seen. It was like a <laughs> Ben Watson chasing down Champ Bailey kind of play. That was exactly yeah. in, a, in a Super Bowl. So with all that backstory from 30 years ago, the Cowboys it's are back. going into San Francisco. I can't wait to see the. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's going to wear white, but I, I wish that's probably the most exciting game of the weekend. Don't you think? It has the closest spread. So San Francisco is. In this game, Dallas didn't look great the last two of the regular game. Pretty great last week. Yep. After first 10 minutes, they were really dominant throughout. They can rush the passer as well as anybody in the uh, they, they have some weapons on the outside. One thing that DK Metcalf went like a buck. Th- if you look back through, they give up big yardage. Now, I know CD typically plays on, but that's something to to monitor. Can the Cowboys' weapon open the passing mm-hmm. Cowboys' offensive line, or they be healthy enough to protect up front against Nick Bosa. You know, Tyler Smith was in left guard and Jason P was at left tail in this game. Tyler that Smith's was, killing it. Tyler Smith's great. Why is Jason P in the game? The guy can't finish yeah. a game. He's 40. He gets hurt every time man. he's on the Tyler he's Smith is the freak man. athlete from Tulsa we were talking about. As, could be a second round pick, but talent wise could be like a top five pick. Um, and he's playing up to the top, more like towards the top five pick than, than the second round raw guy we were, we were thinking of. Um, I saw that. Uh, they got Tyron Smith at right tackle. Now that he's back healthy, if you get Tyler Smith at left tackle. Why is tackle, he playing right tackle? Because Tyler Smith been that good at left tackle. Really? Yeah. And he's got no wow. experience playing on the right side. So that's why they're guard or tackle. So I think Tyron Smith at right tackle, USC, and then figure out in the middle. Yeah. You got Zach Martin at right guard. Figure out the Peters off the field. Well, C.D. Lamb versus Shavarius Ward is a big matchup in this game. I see that uh, the kid from Oregon, Ambry, Ambry Thomas. The corner oh. is out. What? It looks like he's going to be out. So he's a, he's a good corner. Um, and then they have the, the they have a lot of Oregon corners there, huh? Lenore, uh, they, is there other they corner? pick from Oregon? A lot. San Francisco yeah. does. They really do. They're Didn't right they have down that? The street. Yeah, that's a yeah. little. Uh, They've had a few guys. So I feel okay about the Cowboys. I think Tony Pollard can help. Mm-hmm. But then the Niners offense gets after it. They get they after do. the quarterback. McCaffrey's probably going to have a big game though. Dallas has the most takeaways in the NFL this year. Dallas is uh, Dallas is kind of a dark horse this year because Dak was out for a little bit. He yeah. came back and had a slow start to coming back. I kind of like Dallas. I feel like Purdy is due for laying an egg because he's had such a good season. I'm talking myself right? into this. Shanahan has a thing. He's got it a is thing. something. 
brain fences. I think they need to just feed McCaffrey, and they probably will the first half, and it'll look good, and it'll stop for some reason in the second <laughs> half, and that's going to be for whatever reason, some stupid shit like that. And they'll be like, oh, that's... I think yes. Purdy's going to throw picks. I think he's going to throw a few picks to that defense. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Diggs is over there. I'm not, convinced with, uh, I'm not convinced with the Cowboys from what I see consistently. That's the thing yeah. with the Cowboys okay. is consistently. You're right. You're right. They you haven't know, been consistent. It's they one haven't. week they're really good. Next week they suck. And it's like sometimes they eke out these victories. Tampa Bay didn't even show up. Um, I don't know what Tampa Bay team that was, but I, I have yeah they didn't know up. I have right more faith in the playoffs by far with Kyle Shanahan than I do with Mike McCarthy. Um, mm. And both these teams really sure. and all the personnel to be honest. So I'm gonna go San Francisco. They're they're in Levi, um, and I think Doc, Dr. D will be in the building, and it'll be a it'll be a <laughs> San Francisco win. Doctor Disrespect. Gets him over the hump. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm going to take Cowboys. I don't have a score on it, but I, I have a feeling Cowboys are going to. Yeah. I'm excited I, about the jersey. I just so. myself into the Cowboys. Do that. All right. I'm going to San Francisco. And when you guys are both wrong, I'll see you the following week. We've got to rub it in our faces for a good three minutes. Definitely. All right. Rock party, I think huh? We covered it. I'm fucking jacked up for these weekends. This is always the best weekend of football. Yeah. It's fun. Every, every year. This is it. This so is the good. pinnacle of football. Four games, four best, eight best teams playing each other. Generally, sometimes it's not. This is seven best. And it's great. It's going to be good. Everyone's so really going to uh, for it. I'm going Kansas City, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, San Francisco. Just to recap it. Okay, I'll go Jacksonville, Philly, Cincinnati, Dallas. Three road teams. It shows that I love the. Wow. Sean Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Okay. One. All right. All good right. stuff, guys. Good stuff, man. Uh, I had one more thing for the Patriots I wanted to touch on. Um, do they re-sign Jacoby Myers? No, they did. They did not. No, I'm saying do they? they? Oh, do they? Yeah. You yeah, think they do? He's the number one receiver on the market. Today. Oh, I did see on Spot Track estimating his value twelve and a half million. Right, which they're not going to do. They'll do half that. I think, I think they million. do twelve. I think they do ten or eleven. Twelve, maybe. I think they might. They have some cap space this year. You have to do at they least 10 with Jacoby. Do not pay slot fast. I know, but he's their go-to first down marker guy. If they don't do that, they – I mean, I've heard rumors that they they might go after someone big in the trade market. But, I mean, what's the going rate for a receiver now? It's not $6 million bucks. Most of the top guys are getting 20 to $30 mil, or It's like yeah, top I mean, guys 28 and then it's like 20 to 28 is the top 10 or 15 guys. What, Jacoby, a little bit under that, but I, I'm just worried. Yeah. And so, well, you know, like free agency is always interesting. Some of these positions, you always expect receiver or cornerback to go off and everyone get paid way more than they're supposed to. But there's some years where it's just like nobody spends money on Everyone's like, oh, that sucks. We're not. I'm curious to see if his price gets driven up. If his price gets driven up, I think he's, if I think you have the, you know, what we expect, the 10 to 12 million is there. I think the Patriots could put in a competitive, I think. He's better than Aguilar and they paid it to Aguilar. Yeah, he is. The and Aguilar is gone, right? The receiver, oh, yeah, Aguilar's yeah. gone. The receivers yeah. on the market, Juju, then Jacazard, various slate. I mean, it's, it's not a, he's going to get. So there was, there was a rumor I wanted to touch on before we get off here. And yeah. then I'll, I'll bring up just a stat for you because I, I found this one interesting. Um, the first thing is you could pick between Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins, and they have some checkered history there. And there's a tra- there's there's big rumors going around that DeAndre Hopkins could be in the mix for a trade. There's a new GM in Arizona that's got New England ties, um, and they're already saying DeAndre Hopkins is on the market for a trade. He's got reasonable uh, cap hits next couple of years. I think 19, and I don't know what the year after that is, but the first year is 19. 
DeAndre Hopkins for 19 is a, is a bargain for me, even though he's 29, I think. Um, if you could pick between him and Bill O'Brien because of the rifts there that, that they had in, at, at Houston, who would you pick? And the second thing I wanted to bring up was their, the Patriots. This is a stat. On play action last year, uh, mm-hmm. we had 97 dropbacks, 71 of which were catchable for 7.9 yards per dropback, six touchdowns, three interceptions. No play action, 484 dropbacks, 5.7 yards per dropback, yeah, 13 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And here's the key. On play action passes, we had 9.2 pressure percentage. On no play action, 29% play action. 29% pressure percentage. Yeah, it's called dumbass offensive coordinating. So, right more there. play action, please. But um, yeah, that's a good. where stat. do you guys line up on the other one? Okay, so uh, let me just round out that hypothetical. Let's say it's you have Bill O'Brien keep your second round. Let's assume it's a second round. Uh, so it's Bill O'Brien, a second round pick, 20 mil. Let's plug in, let's say, Nick Nick Cayley as offensive. Nick Cayley, uh, no second round. And you have the, those two pictures. Gotcha. What are you going with? I'm going. Me too. In a heartbeat. I'm going with Bill O'Brien. Um, yeah. Because of the age of the player, I think is is a big thing. I think he's, he's still really good. I think he's still top 10 in the NFL if he's healthy. Um, but from a more complete aspect of the entire offense, I think that you could find someone to, to kind of fit that well, mold. I think. I mean, Devontae Parker is a light. Right. Right. Their play style right. is similar. Exactly. Obviously, the, the level is way lower. Well, I've heard. I've heard. Uh... Jerry Judy's on the trade block, and there's been some sniffing around of him. I'd much rather him than DeAndre Hopkins, personally. The other thing is, you have a second round. You just picked a second round wide receiver. I know. Can we see? And you really haven't tapped into it yet with Tyquan Thornton. Like, yeah, maybe someone can bring him alive. He he looked pretty good. He started making some strides. You know, he had some mistakes, but he made strides. The last he made strides when he first started playing. He looked pretty good. Had a cold spout for six games, and then the last couple like they were. They were targeting him. They were trying to get him the ball, which means to me, he's doing good in practice. I like to see him right? more out of the slot too. You know, I think that's. I mean, they got him. Good. They got Bourne, and they got Parker still on um, the staff. You know, on the team. It's a good start. It's I think Tyquan Thornton, then... if if you put him out as an X or X or a Y, it's very predictable. You put, a cor- you put a corner on him. If you put him in the slot, then you have some decisions to make, and I don't think we saw much of that. Right. Um, I'd like no, to see more of because that. our offensive could... staff couldn't figure that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty good. I'm, I'm just looking at the cap numbers real quick. Trent Brown seems he's definitely a potential cap cut. 11 million savings versus 1.2 money. I would like year. to see him back at right tackle. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. I think definitely. he's worth it for if he can play. A couple, um, couple guys you could think about in the first round at 14. We'll get into that later, but Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, Karonsky, Northwestern, um, these all tackles? Yeah, those are all tackles. So we'll we'll get into that later. But um, I can't I can't help myself but get get ahead a little bit. So Absolutely, <laughs> it's we, yeah we got a lot to look for. I really with these coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like they're going to figure it out pretty quick because they've had you know they can't wait. Kaylee already. They had someone in. They can They have someone tomorrow. Or uh, what's his name? The receiver. McCardell is tomorrow. Um, sounds like things are moving. This is a race. Make no mistake. It is. Off season's a race. You're right. So the longer you take with this, the worse it's going to go for you. You need to be quick with it. And that's what they screwed up on last year. Get in front of it with Matty P. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think we covered it. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Enjoy the divisional round games, even though the Patriots are in the season. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot to look coming up ahead. All right, guys. See ya. Adios.